an AppleViz original. Hello, hello, I hear my myself. You you won't in a minute. I don't like hearing my voice. It's like he's dragging a microphone across the lawn. <laughs> 136 PM. We ought to do we the whole do show, the whole like, show this. like this. We are. We should. <laughs> You're right. You're right. And I'll get really close to my microphone and talk like this. Let me see. Let one, me see. Two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. I hear on. myself. I hear myself. All right. You won't in a minute here. Hold on a second. That's what you That's said what you a couple said. minutes ago. I, I know it. He fixed mine. He fixed mine. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, right. no right. Hello and welcome to Apple Hold on. I, I forgot to put my pants on. Hold on a minute. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't talking to to you. Yeah. Hey, um, you need to wear clothes in this podcast. We I do didn't. have listeners that would like your pants on. Is that actually a rule? I so didn't. I need to step I away for a minute. I didn't know. I didn't know that that was on the mic. I'm really terribly sorry, guys. I don't <laughs> didn't know what I was doing. Not that I ever do. On three. One, two, three. You're a turkey, and I'm in love with you. Gobble, gobble, that's the thing that you do. You're a turkey, you're a turkey and I love you. You're a turkey. Mike, very good on the drums. Very good <laughs> Thank on you. the drums. I've been practicing. Man, listen to, oh. listen to uh, Randy on the bass. Very nice. Very nice. Five, four, three. Hello and welcome to AppleViz Unleashed for November 2022. I am Thomas Domba, also known as Anatomy Mouse, and along with my sidekicks, <clears throat> Mr. Randy, um, is Mike Malarcy, and we have Randy Rusnak back and in the house. Hello. Hello, hello. How was your turkey days, boys? Well, my kids don't gonna, eat it. But. We are going to celebrate that on the tenth. What of December? Mm hmm. Yeah, we we're. You're delaying it. Well, you just don't like it on the official day. We're we're going to make our own tradition. Well, yeah, I have the power to delay Thanksgiving. Yeah, oh, and if you're I'm... not careful, I'm going to delay Christmas and. Uh oh. So I get it though. That's why my Halloween is a month long. <laughs> hey you know what mike is that i you know all the years we've done this together i need to do this and i wanted to do this um here in the states we have veterans day to say hello and salute to our veterans that have served for us so thank you mike for your service well thank you you're welcome mm-hmm. it's yeah. always a big thing and i think of you first every time that day comes up and i agree Yep, I, do. I, I appreciate that. I'll be perfectly honest with you guys. I usually forget that it is Veterans Day until my phone starts blowing up and all my family comes out of the woodwork. And I'm like, oh, that's today? Well, how could you forget that day here? You know, they give you free stuff, like there's free food, free drinks, all these different places. You know, one day, one of these years, I will actually take advantage of that. Right. I have not one single time ever done that. You need to get some free breakfast and stuff <laughs> out of should. it. Use yeah, it. you should. Oh, man. Now, we were going to start in this podcast, uh, I think, by I want to recognize someone. I want to thank uh, Jeff Thomas for the Blind Utilities podcast and thank him for being on the show, substituting for this mess. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, we were very honored to have Jeff Thompson on to the show. Oh, is it Thompson? Yes, sir. <laughs> I must have said Thomas, right? You did. You and said I'm, Jeff Thomas, and I was like, huh. From the blind um Blind abilities, yes. Oh, is it it abilities? Man. (laughs) Oh, God. That's a way to trash up our co-host here. I see that. (laughs) Well, first of all, guys, I just want to say that uh, this this whole mess was just all put up. Uh, um, I do know Jeff Thomas, and he's a good friend of mine from Blind Utilities. So thank you, Jeff. Uh Uh-huh. He would appreciate that. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. He knows. He knows. He knows. He does. He knows who his friends are. Oh, we he appreciate that, Ricky Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did a really great job. <laughs> uh, he did such a great job. Moving backwards. He such a, did such a good job. I'm back. Well, it's good to have you back, man. Just it's just yeah, not really, the same without you. Too. Right, well, Mike? I, think, I mean, I who else can we pick on? No, I think Jack did a good job. I really do. <laughs> I did take down the Twitter poll that he had 90% of the votes of who should be the permanent third voice, but that was just for my own curiosity. Yeah. So what did the poll say? I actually, that's completely made up. I think I have two Twitter followers now. <laughs> God, mine are dropping like flies. I deleted my account a while ago and remade it, and uh, there you go. Ninety-nine percent of the world doesn't know who I am on there. It might be because old Elon there fired the whole accessibility team. Oh, that little thing like that. And yeah, you know, I hear when you reach the age of fifty, you start deleting accessibility things. Mm-hmm. And he is fifty-one, so there you go. Lots of stuff. Now, my he's going to be pushing more ads, more tweets that you don't want to see. You know, it was already bad enough on the Twitter app. That it was yeah, like I already don't want to see out. most of what's there. Right? I know, so, I know. Well, we will talk about that at the end of the show. About so can I say thanks about your podcast, first of all, or not? Go or for it. What wanna, do you want to talk about? I just wanted to say thanks for putting up that uh, that podcast just a couple of days ago. Well, you're very welcome. So the podcasting question is that I did a really deep, in-depth uh, podcast in moving to Mastodon. A deep dive into Mastodon by <laughs> Thomas Dombill. It was so long. I, I was surprised. It was, it was a whopping three hours and 40 minutes. So that's more of a training well, material. Baby. Let's just put it that way. I honestly have been so busy at work, I haven't had time to check it out. But it's downloaded and ready for... Our listening pleasure, or my Excellent. listening pleasure. But I Wonderful. do uh, appreciate that. Hold on, wait a minute. Got to stop oh, this. Oh man! I will stop it. I forgot. <laughs> All right. We could not go through the show oh, without I know. one clock. Uh, <clears throat> this is professionalism. Come on, at Randy. its best. Gosh. Hey, at least it sounds good because I totally just pictured you running over to a giant grandfather clock and grabbing all the, the chimes or bells or whatever they're called. Well, I tried that once and it was rocking back and forth and it actually mm-hmm. fell on me and that was the end of that clock yeah the pendulum <laughs> is one. not a ta- is it it detached doesn't it yeah just a tiny little hook yeah it is yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my folks had a little for those one. that don't know um all right guys let's talk right. about some apple seriousness stuff, all right and let's th- be thanks again jeff now. for being on <laughs> thank you ricky it was um, good <laughs> so <laughs> We're going to talk about some really good news is that Apple is in the process of not letting Twitter go through anymore by Mr. Uh, 
Musk. Well, <laughs> she isn't going to let Twitter <laughs> rule anymore. Yeah, yeah. They are. Well, Apple's not. we're going to talk about Siri we this are. time. Okay. And Siri is supposed to get an improvement, like a significant one. And I was reading this article about it, and it was interesting. At first, I thought, eh, what's the big deal about taking the hay, a hoy Siri, and removing the hoy and just have Siri? I was like, hmm, that shouldn't make a big difference, right? Well, that's that's going to be the improvement. <laughs> yeah, I actually was kind of surprised reading that article too at the difference having two words versus one word, right? For it to recognize, I think if if this all pans out to be actually true, for me, I would love to have a functional Siri that right? actually recognizes the words that I'm saying and doesn't. Well, when I say the word something, doesn't put them in separate words. Like the Siri is. 90% garbage. But and after reading the article, you got to be fascinated because I didn't realize Amazon was so much better. And we keep saying that the A-Lady, we love the A-Lady, right? And I was Apparently like, Amazon doesn't. Well, that's, they're losing Did money. Did you see that there. article? We'll go to that sometime too. My <laughs> God. But the purpose is, is that in order to just get down and without the Ahoy part and just Siri, it was a big change. So hopefully with this vast improvement is that we will get better dictation and functionality, more like what the Amazon does. So that was a really cool article to read. I'll put that in the, in the, in the show note. Definitely read that. And I think this is a big deal. I'm really kind of anxious to hear that because we've been talking about how Siri just just doesn't work really well for all these years and finally they're going to do some massive yes i really hope this is true right so hang in there we're going to just let you know just a heads up that it is possible really times sometime really soon we what are you should trying have to say tom hmm? what, are, what are you trying to say there i am trying to say at <laughs> it's a heads up and when this comes down the pipe, you'll know why this is happening and what you can expect. Better Siri. I can't help but kind of wonder, too, how much of this is motivated by the fact that fairly soon we'll be able to use whatever voice assistant we want. So, they're like, right? we should probably actually make Maybe this thing function. They're, they're rattling Apple and say, hey, you want people to use it, you need to improve it. Do it now. Because mm-hmm. I'll be switching it as soon as I can, if they don't. Right. So I can't wait for that to come out. You guys know when you first set up your phone, you get this prompt to say, hey, do you want to send this diagnostic and, and analytical information to Apple? Do you remember that when you set the phones up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you want to share it, and that way Apple can kind of track you, whatever they do with it. But I always opt out. You guys opt out to that, or you always opt in? Out every time I opt out. Out, me too. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that some researcher found out that regardless if you opt in or out, the same data is being communicated back and forth to Apple. And this has been kind of an ongoing thing for a couple months. It's like one person came up with it, and there's more and more. And then finally, this one researcher has proof that they are still letting you opt in out of things and is still collecting information on you and what makes it works is that apple says no your information is still anonymous but that's not the case is that 
the researcher says, no, you are still tagged with this ID to it. So they still know or could use that tag to know who that person is. So I don't know if this is a bug or if this was a an intentional thing by Apple. And I'm surprised because Apple has not come forward to say, no, this is not what's happening or yes, this is a bug. And that kind of disturbs me a little bit. And it makes me wonder if it is a real thing because the App Store is notoriously known to get worse and worse as in as and referring things to you thing so if they're not collecting information how are they still able to tell me then you might be interested in this app if they're not collecting my information so there's a good point there and it makes me wonder and i know that apple is trying to target more ads and they're pushing that so I don't know. This sounds like a hypocrite by Apple saying everything is anonymous, but is it? Have you guys heard about this? No, I was just going to say um, I've heard about it, and I just didn't know how true it was. Right, and that's a thing. If you think that this came on mainstream, that Apple would pipe up and say this is not true, right? You would or at least acknowledge, oh, we screwed up, sorry. Right, mm-hmm. and there hasn't been any. No response at all. I'm very curious to see how this one plays out. And it also makes me wonder too, because I have uh, one blocker on my phone, mm-hmm. and it has that feature where it runs kind of a, a local VPN of sorts. So all those apps, when they ask if they can track you, and you say no, they do it anyway. It kind of screws up a bunch of that stuff. Like my ad algorithms nowadays are all over the place. Like they used to be kind of close. Now it's random garbage everywhere. And I, I it makes me wonder if things like one blocker would have an effect on this as well. Or if Apple does have some way of excluding the app store from you, something like this. No, you, I mean, you make a good point is, I mean, that's a whole different topic that we certainly talk about is that opting in to be tracked and opting out on certain apps. You know, that's a problem too. That, um, Mm-hmm. I think Google was just sued for that, right? Didn't they get sued for like $340 million for something like that? It said you opt out of the tracking, but they still track your location and places you went to. That does, I feel like I saw a headline about it. It didn't click on it. Right. Because privacy stuff, I mean, one, mostly because I don't use Google anywhere. Um, but privacy stuff has always been a thing that I personally care a lot about. So when I first saw this article that we're talking about, I'm like, hold on a second. This has got to be, my initial reaction was this has to be a bug or someone just missed something. I can't imagine that Apple would screw their reputation over right. on being very privacy-minded intentionally. Have you guys ever run into this where you get, you know, you get a notification, you're running an ad blocker, please shut it off. Yes. Oh, yeah. When you visit a site that... Mm-hmm detects that you're blocking their cookies or tracker it'll mm-hmm. say if you want to see this site you'll have to turn that off mm-hmm. what? i've only seen it a couple of times and as soon as i see it i don't go back to their website like Me i too. get that they need that to make is- their money too but when you have so many ads that i can't even read the article because there's so much garbage happening i'm just not going to read your article All right you hear my neighbor that's his car you hear that I thought that was something outside my house. I just muted myself and like pulled one headphone off my ear to listen for a second. That's weird. I did the same thing. Every day. Yep. About this time, he turns his car on. He thinks it's winter or something. And he has to sit there. 
<laughs> and usually he'll rev the sucker up real high and then it goes so i gotta wait for him to get out of the way here yeah it's a fascinating interesting about all this app tracking and cookies and we tell what to op in op out and it seems like nothing is seems to be true and so apple when they say tell the developers yeah do not track us i mean I'm putting all my faith into Apple, making sure each of these apps are not tracking me. And then on top of that, I got this problem of Apple doing the same thing with me. So I am curious, and with this we'll have to we'll have to see, and if they do in response to this or not, I'll keep us all posted. In the meantime, we got two new iOS update this well in the past month, really. Mm-hmm. That was weird. So we have sixteen point. What is uh, 1.1 and 16.1.2? Both came out with bugs fixed. And my favorite is 16.1.2 is that they optimize the crash detection. Have you guys heard about all this? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man. I People are, um, as you know, I follow a lot of articles about Disney World. And they're saying they have so many reports of their phone's calling 911 here, which is our emergency services here, automatically when they're riding a roller coaster. Can you imagine getting off a roller coaster and you realize your phone is sitting on emergency service call? Be, <laughs> I did not I'd even be think horrified. about that. Yes. It happened to you, Mike? No. Well, I have accidentally clicked the, the home button enough times to call the police. I did that once. Me too. Um, I, I didn't even think about roller coasters and things though setting that thing off do you remember that thing that we're talking about the other day uh thomas when my speech was lost after i got a phone call yes well so i was at work yesterday same thing happened i had a phone call click speech got lost was gonna shut down i was gonna do the old uh uh reset process and i clicked the started to click the button and Mm -hmm. I got no speech. I couldn't figure out what was happening. Pretty soon, like, er, er, er. <laughs> got nine one one. Is there an emergency? Oh, and I, I, how do you man. explain? How do you try to explain? You know, the emergency. I said no, nothing here. I just accidentally dialed you, but you couldn't go into detail with them. They would never understand it. I but, would uh, never even thought of that. You're right. If yeah. you don't do it right, yeah, you're gonna send off. I turn that off because, like Mike, I did it by accident, and I actually had to say, "I'm so sorry, I called <laughs> yeah, you." I hate, I hate that phone call. Right. But as soon as you do that, I mean, you know, maybe sometime you might need it, you know. So that's why I leave it on because uh, when I'm running from the police or whatever, sometimes I have to have that on, you know. <laughs> I I have it turned off. I have my crash detection turned off because we went to Disney World. I rolled the roller coaster because I heard about that. I turned it off. And now I'm reading that ski resorts, um, this is snow skiing. They are getting a rash of calls from watches and phones. Sure, that's what I hear. Because of skiers. I was like, I never thought about it. Yeah, you're going to burn out and crash. Yeah, it's going to probably to detect it and call the mercy service i was like and i've seen this on youtube too guys that people are reporting this on youtube and explaining uh that their watches are are doing this uh crash detection 
And at first I went, oh man, I, that's funny, but it's not funny because it's just it's a a real strange occurrence when that happens. And and they all both of these that I heard uh, that I looked at on YouTube were from Disney World, by the way. Mm. I yeah. saw it last night. So unfortunately, I have it turned off, and I know I want it turned on, but maybe this new update, the optimized crash detection, will be better. Um, I'll, I'll probably wait until I hear that it's much more reliable before I turn that back on, because I really don't want to be in that boat again. And but we'll see. Um, so, so, do you go on roller coasters and stuff still? I do. You do? Oh yeah. I'm oh, at yeah. the age now where I I get onto a like a neighbor's swing or go to a park, and I sit on a swing and I start to swing. You know, <laughs> I get sick. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I I ever since I got became blind, my motion sickness kind of ticked up because the roller coasters are much different than I recalled. Because you know they say that if you get motion sickness in the car, you sit in the front. Why? Because that way you can see the road and your brain and your vision can kind of see where you're going so you don't get sick. I never thought of that. Yeah, without the vision, it's not the brain doesn't know, we're going to go left, we're going to go down, we're going to go right. And so I get this patch. Um, it goes behind your ear. from um, You get it from your physician. And it's a motion sickness patch. And you put this patch on, and it lasts for three days, and it helps dramatically when huh. it comes to rides. I do not have motion sickness. Sickness. I don't don't have that. I don't don't normally get that in the car, but I do on rides. Yeah, I would huh. say if, if the swing sets you off, then get one of those patches and go jump on a roller coaster. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, yes, I do still go on roller coasters and such in Disney World, no doubt about it. Um, 16.2 is still in beta. should be coming out within a week or two, guys, so it's really getting close. The only disappointing news with 16.2 or 16.11 and 1.2 is that there's really not a whole lot in terms of what's being fixed for voiceover. I'm kind of surprised because by now, 16.2 should be more mature and I still have these dang bugs. Oh, like, yeah. And it's driving me nuts. And I'm just thinking to myself, they know of this bug. And I just don't understand what is what are they doing over there in terms of priority. Um, and why are still some of these things still an issue? Some of you who are listening are going to be disappointed. I know. I still have this other annoying bug where I'll tap my home screen. And I'm, I think I'm going to hit the mail and the double tap it, it ends up opening something else. And I was like, gosh, boo. <laughs> and it does that in a few places. And, you know, a lot of people were complaining about that in the phone um, under favors. Well, they'll dab, double tap on a person they think they're calling. Same situation. That still exists. And my only advice on that, I've noticed, we do things so quick, um, so quickly, we just like instantaneous just go to the home screen double tap this and we just keep going if you are finding that a major issue slow down slow so down open up the phone tap the favorite wait a few seconds tap on something just kind of slide back and forth and then tap double tap it don't just go instantaneous into it um i know it stinks and it sucks but that's the only way i could give people my advice is to slow down when that happens to you 
But 16.2 does have eight new features. Um, I'll just kind of briefly tell you what you can expect. Freeform is a new app that they mentioned at WWDC, which is more of a digital whiteboard, if you recall that, that allows you to collaborate with other people on FaceTime. Um, cool, I suppose. I I don't see ever using this um, ever. <laughs> business or not um even with family you know they said oh yeah you can write on this whiteboard you can send each other chats you can send each other stuff i'm thinking no no i won't be using that but it seemed to be pretty accessible which is good um there's two new lock screen widgets so for those lock screen widget fans might like this there's a new sleep widget and that allows you to observe your sleep session right there from your lock screen and the other one is medication and that way you can see your medication schedule so that could be pretty useful um there's a new always on option not really going to be pertained to us because it allows you to have different wallpapers on your lock screen or home screen um live activities for sports now this one's kind of cool it is now finally coming to the apple tv you'll have your live sports on there plus on your live screen and my favorite the dynamic island so you can check your score right there from the top of your device all the time i like that but you guys are not a sports dude so i suppose you guys are not watching world cup then hmm. not only no. aren't we sports fans but we we don't have we don't have islands either. <laughs> yeah, I, have, I also have no island. Oh, you guys! Yeah, um, I don't know. I didn't even know the World Cup. You guys, I didn't even know it was happening. I just saw a bunch of angry people. People are mad at FIFA for some reason. I couldn't tell you <laughs> why. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. all. But that's everything I know about soccer. Oh man, you don't know about the U.S. playing tomorrow round two. Okay, you guys no. don't even follow NFL. Like, who's no? You don't. I mean, Salt Lake doesn't even have a home city for NFL, but... No, nope. I get up, I go to work, I come home, I sleep. That's <laughs> you just life. make money, man. That's Last fine. time I paid any attention to football, Steve Young was still playing. Oh, my goodness. That was, that was a couple of decades. <laughs> well, that was back in 1908, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> Not man, quite that far, but 90s. 90s? Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Is it, was that it's just because my, my dad knew him, so my dad put it on all the time. Oh, God. Okay. Once he quit, I was like, well, no, I don't have to watch uh, that anymore. Don't watch it. All right. <laughs> well, for those that are looking forward to the live activities for sports, it's coming in 16.2. It's pretty cool. Um, the one that really matter, uh, sorry for the pun, the home kit finally will get matter feature. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We talked about that before, Mike, is that um, all the home kits will now support matter. That's going to be huge. I'm still waiting. I I still predict I'm going to have to replace my Nest and my Ring to be able to use Matter. I'll have to check into that. My Ring has just been awful lately. What's wrong with your Ring? For accessibility, it just isn't good. They they are not supporting. Uh, well, the, uh, that is true. Ahead. The, yeah, it, the support is just not is is there not not there like I'd like it now. Nest is still okay. It's a little quirky in terms of interface, but the ring, yes. I was trying to get the notification, um, and I could not do it. There were so many unlabeled buttons. I was like, it wasn't even funny. Mm-hmm. It was bad. Yep. And it seems like to go in waves. It's like 
And then the next version comes out and it's all fixed and it seems like eh, it's halfway doable and then it comes back to where they fix uh, break it all. Mm-hmm. It goes back and forth. If, Isn't that true with a lot of accessibility stuff? I though? would be curious, anybody mm-hmm. out there that's listening, do you have any doorbell like ring that is accessible that you can recommend to us? If you do, reach out to us to unleash at applevis.com. I want to hear about it because at some point I probably will replace mine and I want to make sure I have a good accessible one. Why don't you guys know one? Same here. No, I don't know. Okay. I definitely don't. Do you even have a ring? Mike? Me? No. I did back in back when I used to live in Utah. Yeah. Even then, but I never used it. Really? So you, I just like knowing that if somebody delivers something or there's motion outside my door. Um, That's what I really like. Otherwise, right? I use apps for delivery. For delivery and if somebody's going to pick me up, I could be ready. I don't have to be standing outside waiting for them and it'll mm-hmm. detect. I say, okay, they're here. I can just go out. Um, so there's a lot of good things out of it. I'm surprised, Mike. I figured you probably would want to know if somebody's <laughs> no, stalking like, you. <laughs> no, because the only stuff usually that I order, like uh, I mean, Amazon packages, I get a notification. If I am, if it's Instacart True. or DoorDash, I get notifications. Like adding mm. the doorbell just adds another notification that I don't really okay. need. Good point. That's good how point. come we hear about DoorDash all the time and nothing about Grubhub these days? I wonder. Or Grubhub really sucks. Does it now? Yeah, like, uh, I haven't looked at it for probably six months, but there's just way more options. Like, there is some crossover, but if you want, like, the good food, it's generally I on looked DoorDash. at Grubhub last night just for the heck of it, and their prices on Grubhub are awful now. It's all really expensive. My Very expensive gosh. all across the board. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I've, I've heard that, too. Um, for those that aren't, familiar with the service there's grubhub doordash and uber eats that allows us to order food and get i don't delivered even want to, to talk us. about uber eats actually, uber eats is another dynamic no, in our yeah it area is that doordash oh, doesn't do so you have to use uber eats if you want to use some other restaurants so i see yeah it's kind of a bummer um yeah i wish they make all those more accessible but they are very useful for sure, but they're very pricey right now. They used to be pretty reasonable. Now they're very expensive. With all so those right fees. now we're talking on December 2nd of 2022, and I think we're all in favor of that app right now as it stands. And we're talking about DoorDash. I ordered a Subway sandwich from, uh, I ordered uh, the uh, the balls. <laughs> and... Uh, it's it was a meatball sub. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because it was so cool. They had a section in there where you could actually choose the vegetables that you wanted on there, mm-hmm. and it was just like lettuce, lettuce button, tomato button, avocado oh, button. Okay. And each time you tap a button, it would add it to the sandwich. And now you got to admit, guys, that's really accessible. <laughs> it does. It works very well. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. But it is weird that sometimes, like certain restaurants, even if they have like 12 different types of fountain drinks, some restaurants will only give you like three options. I don't know why they do that. I don't know. Hmm. It's there. If for whatever reason I can't get out or don't want to get out, it's a good fallback, but Hmm. I prefer to generally just go because then it's warm. That's my biggest complaint. Right. It's not fresh and warm, is it? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah. Um, you know, we were just discussing about the crash detection going off and making 
unnecessary emergency call by accident. That's another last feature that 16.2 does have. If you do unintentionally hit the emergency SOS, you'll have a new little area that you can report this was an accident. And it kind of lets Apple knows what was the situation, if there's something we can do to prevent from that in the future. So that Yeah, change the shutoff screen, man. Yeah. If the screen is off, voiceover's off, turn it off. Because, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, the other new thing I do want to let everybody know. Now, there is a new update feature in within 16.2 you're going to see, and you don't, you're probably going to say, what the heck is this? It's called Rapid Security Update. This is a new feature that is going to come to your device. Instead of doing the whole OS update every time, so when 16.2, it's like this big behemoth, 500 megabits or whatever mm-hmm. size. Now, Apple can now push out like these itty-bitty these patches. patches. Uh-huh. Right? Wow. So like the one I just got the other day was like 4 megabits. And it downloaded like so quick and it just rebooted and it just loaded up so much quicker. It doesn't take nearly as long to download or to install it. And that way they can push out any major security bugs quicker. So you're going to see this. So it's going to be different than, say, a update. This is going to be a security patch. Um, as for those like us on Microsoft, we hate that. We hate the security oh, yeah. patch. We are not going yeah. to install this. We are not I've, going my to install hope, this. My hope is that this leads to less buggy software overall, though. If they can just push these out independent of the actual function of the device, maybe they don't have to rush things. I don't know. I don't know if, there were, if it will change anything at all, but I'm crossing my fingers that that might be the case. Boy, it, you wish. I, yeah. I don't think think so mike yeah they were talking about not pushing security pass as often and i hope apple does the same thing i hope it isn't so regular like man we just got a pass the other day i hope they don't do a microsoft thing me too right yep um let's talk about some new hardware coming out now we have been discussing about the headset the ar vr headset that's coming out now they're saying and it looks like it's is starting to ramp up and the mass production will start in March. So that gives you an idea about the time frame that they'll probably come out with a keynote that's going to be on this AR VR. I can't wait. I really can't. I can't. I'm pretty excited. I'm pumped up for it. I can't wait to see what it has to offer and if it's anything for us to get crazy and googly about. Right? I don't think you can say googly about Apple stuff, can you? Well, that's a good point. No googly. Um, well, let's see. Uh, I'll just drink the apple juice. We can get. Well, googly sounds right, man. And googly does sound right. Yeah. Right. Oh man. Or Google eyed or something. Uh, yeah. Well, let's talk about the iPhone 15 coming out this year. Now, Mike, yeah, we talked see. about this a couple times. How we're getting kind of getting a bad taste in our mouth how they're differentiating the lower end iphone devices to the pro models Mm -hmm. well it turns out it's just getting worse and worse now they're talking about you know that USB-C that we have yeah that they're going to put on the new iphone 15 well guess what the lower end models get this slow rate 
So in other words, the speed that you got in the USB-C on the regular iPhone 15 is going to be dramatically slower than on the Pro. You know, I, I emailed my work. Somebody was talking about an accessible Apple link. They had emailed a link, and I just said, I intend on opening my wallet way up till it hurts and getting the Pro because I just, that's how it's yeah, got to be it. now. I, well, I'm going to do it because they're going to offer so much more on the Pro now than it would be dumb not to, I think. I, d- I don't know if I am. Here's the thing, though, Mike and Randy, is that if does it really cost? I, I bet you it doesn't cost more than a few pennies, maybe a couple dimes to get the to yeah to put right. the regular USB C in the lower end models. But they it want can't. you to get the Pro, though. You know they do exactly. want you to. That's, that's, that's kind of why I though. Yeah, that's kind of why I don't want to get it because I I don't love that because it's always been and I recognize how like old banish this sounds. I don't like how I don't like this new business model that they're going to. Like, here's a luxury phone. Oh, then here's just a regular fifteen. Oh, and an even cheaper SE. Like, there the, the the there's just so much of a gap between mm-hmm. these devices now, along with a massive price jump. And like you were just saying, Thomas, it does not cost them that much money oh, to build that it, phone. It doesn't. It doesn't. And I just don't. I don't like. I don't like that. So, and maybe, it's, maybe. It's, if people like, if there's enough people like me who are like, you know what, screw it, we're just getting regular ones, which I highly doubt, then maybe Apple would change their. You know, honestly, Mike, for people like the three of us, I don't think we're ever going to see the speed difference. I think the only time we're going to see the speed difference is if we're actually downloading, uploading photos and videos off of the phone. And how often right. does that I'm happen? I'm sure you're right. Never. I'm sure you're right. Never. And if you are using that for that reason then that makes a lot of sense why that would make a big difference but it's just the moral of it and just hearing what they're doing just kind of turns me off not like i'm gonna i got anything to do about it like yeah so um i don't know that just kind of irks me um some of the other things you're talking about and i'm kind of surprised is that they're going with a titanium shell yeah. instead of the yeah. stainless steel. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I wonder, I'm assuming the titanium is, is stronger. I don't know. And it's got more of a sure. sort of a brushed feeling. It's, it just it, it looks better. Mm, so it's a peel. Like uh, I've got a pair of titanium headphones from way back in the in the 80s, I think. And uh, they are uh, they're a good looking uh so it's set. going for for the more of the appeal. So I I think so. Makes me wonder if the regular phones, the iPhone 15, will just do away with stainless steel and just go back to plastic like the SEs are. Who knows? Could but be. Hmm, what's up? I just said could be. Um, so they're thinking about titanium shell plus. You know, we just got to this flat edge phone, right? Now they're talking about the back edge being rounded and keeping the square up front. I'm thinking, make up your mind, man. <laughs> you keep going back to this curves, get rid of the curves, go flat, and then go back to the rounded edges. That's so they can I, sell more cases. Right. And I, It makes me think of cars. Like every couple of years, like, now it's really blocky. And a couple years later, now it's all smooth and round. And then a couple years later, now it's really <laughs> sleek. Like they're just changing the way it looks to sell more. I don't know. I, that's not one of those things that I've ever, ever really gotten fired up about. Now, 
I admit it feels great when it's rounded, but my problem is with the rounded, it seems to be not as I'm not able to hold on to it as I can with the flat edges. It feels like it's going to slip out of my hand. But of course, you go to the cases and make sure you have a square flat edges cases even though phone is round we'll see about that but i'm going back to rounded and the other news is that they're thinking about renaming the pro line to call it the iphone 15 ultra like they're yeah that makes it more expensive sounding right yeah ultra so if that's the case there will be a 15 ultra a 15 pro nope no pros so it'll be so it'll just be a 15 iphone 15 iphone 15 max or the oh, iphone 15 ultra i forgot the about ultra the max, max. <laughs> so one day i was on twitter and uh they this twitter person said to me uh i they uh i stole their screen name because the screen name was big r and they said that they wanted it back and i should change my name after 20 some years right so mm. i'm gonna change my i'm i am gonna change my screen name just so you guys know because I don't want any hassle, so my name. I hope you're getting forward. paid. They're paying for well, you, right? Uh, it, no, I just because it sounds better. My new screen name will be. You ready for this? Ricky yeah. Nick. Big R. Oh. Ultra. It just sounds better, doesn't it? <laughs> the Big R Ultra. Ultra. It's the Ultra. I don't know. This, I put this. on forty pounds. I'm now the Ultra. Well, if you put 40 pounds, you're going with the Ultra Max. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, you're going. Ultra Max. Yeah, don't forget the Max. Um, so that's all the hardware news. Now let's get into the good stuff like the Digital Marketing Act that we've been talking about. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, let's do that. All right, here's the latest. So we, now we have heard about the USB-C. So everybody has to get this in their devices really soon. And I told you that was the first shoe. The second shoe, it looks like and sounds like it will be coming in May. In May, that is the month they will make an announcement of which companies have to comply with their new Digital Marketing Act. And for those that aren't familiar with the DMA or haven't been following this, that is the act that is going to force people like Apple and Google to sideload apps Use different third-party app store. Yep, and voices, uh, voice assistant that Mike was talking about. So we will find out in May who that company is, which we already know is going to be Apple and Google. And they said from that point they have six months to comply. So that makes me wonder. And I made this assumption before. It makes me wonder if the iOS um, 17 would be radically different that will have to include some of this capabilities we will wait to see so stay tuned for may in the meantime they are going to be voting on something called digital service act so dsa it's not going to really affect apple so it's more of the online content moderations and i think this is like tap 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 on facebook instagram Mm -hmm. twitter Mm -hmm. that so-called freedom of speech yes to a point you still can't have misinformation trollers haters they're going to enforce that and the eu which means that pretty much the rest of the world will go along with it which i totally agree 
Um, I am all about the First Amendment. I know that I'm going to cause some waves here. I have no problem in freedom of speech to a limit. I can't. I, I don't like extremism and radicalism and misinformation. That just drives me nuts. That's I not agree. freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. And you, the way that I personally feel about it, I'm all for freedom of speech, but go do it in public where you can suffer the real world consequences because it's real easy for everyone to sit home with a keyboard and be a jackass. Most people don't go outside and do that to someone face to face because they're nobody wants to deal with those kind of consequences. So, yeah, go outside, be a troll if you want to be a troll. You know, but I'm all yeah. for this. If you want to talk about stuff and have a neutral debate about it, I don't have a problem with that. And I, I'm okay with you feeling this way or that way. But don't tell me uh, incorrect information. Get your fact right. And do not use hatred or any racist tone. Any, any of that kind is just not appropriate. And I'm, I don't care where you are in the world i think there needs to be a limit to it and i know a lot of there's some people out there are going to totally disagree but you know what this digital service act if that passes you're not gonna have a choice so Mm -hmm. yeah um, i'm sure alex jones will always have a welcome spot for people like that but right the rest of us that want to (laughs) actually get on with our day Well, I'm sure that man is going to be very careful from now on what he says because his words are liable, as he found out. He he owes over, what, a billion dollars? A lot. Yeah, so, yeah, if you want to tout, pull out your paycheck, buddy. Get your checkbook out. Um, There's been rumbling, and I want to put this to rest, that there has been a couple mainstreams out there reporting that Apple was deciding... To think about purchasing Disney, that affects me, folks. If <laughs> if there's anything this month, that one is the one that really I was like, what? I I don't know how I feel about it, but the good news is that um, Bob Iger, which is the CEO of Disney, said this is very unlikely. Don't bet on it. So it sounds like it's it's not going to happen. I don't think it could go through. I mean, Disney's so huge in terms of movies like marvels and star wars and etc i don't know if that would be a monopoly um over other services i don't know but wouldn't it be weird if you walked into the door and you heard siri greet you right you'd be like or disney world or if there's a mickey voice for siri on your phone well it's funny you guys say that because this month um they made this announcement, um, I think it was about a year ago, that they made an agreement with Amazon. And so now, when I go to the resort, there is an A-lady in every room. And it has Mickey voices and everything. And you say, hey, Disney. And I'll tell you, like, when is the next bus to the Magic Kingdom? I'll tell you, it will arrive in 12 minutes. And it's so cool because you can ask when the bus is coming um, and some of the deluxe, you can have, you can order um, food to your roommate with that. Um, you can say, when does the park open? When does it close? When is the fireworks? Or how do I get to this park? And I'll tell you. So Apple is losing out on this. So yeah, so it's funny when you guys say, well, Siri's coming to Disney. Well, well kind so of. So actually, it's Mickey's voice that's on the devices now? Is that what you're saying? Or Yes. And so it, it will be a package I'm going to buy, folks. That is called Hey Disney, 
and it will be coming to your A-Lady device, and you can have all your characters on there, and you can play games with them, um, all sorts of things. I could, I could spend hours talking about this, but we won't. <laughs> um, I didn't know you were such a Disney freak. Oh, yes. I'm a huge Disney freak, man. I got this uh, big Mickey Mouse tattoo on my arm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that, so now you know. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have three tattoos. One of them is, is Mickey Mouse. Just to let everybody know, so they know. Can you make his ears wiggle? I well, I probably could if I move. Just stay. <laughs> it's right there where you get your shot. So every time they open up my sleeve, they go, "Oh, I don't want to poke Mickey. We're gonna have to do the other arm." <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "That's fine. That's fine. He's been poked on." Um, yes. I am a huge Disney fan. That's why I'm, I am the mouse. Um, That's interesting because I'm I'm not that I don't like anything that much. That's amazing. I, I don't I don't know what it is. I am a extreme diehard. It's kind of like Mike with his horror films and Halloween. That's what I'm like yeah. with Disney. I get it. I get it. I've got a couple things that I'm fairly diehard about. I would say. See, mm-hmm. um, this is interesting too. So in back in April. Apple decided to start getting rid of some of these abandoned wares or abandoned apps from their store. And they just announced that they dumped about 540,000 apps in the last quarter. And that includes the 440,000 apps they dumped the quarter before that. So we're up to about a million apps that were abandoned and they have purged it. So the purge. It's interesting that there was literally a million of them. That's just mind-boggling. There was a million. Just stuff that doesn't run anymore, right? Not necessarily. They probably still can run. It just haven't been updated. I think yeah, they no, said two years it. or something like that. If it mm-hmm. hadn't been updated for two years, then you're on a risk list. So they're forcing developers to update their app if they want to stay on it. However, some of the games developers are balking. It's like, well, there's nothing to update. The The, the game is great. Um, I'm thinking, well, you could always put new things in your game, I suppose. But maybe they suck the life out of it. That they, they can, they're they only going to get so much money out of it that they don't want to update it. I don't know. I Remember just, the days when we were just so excited about games coming to the iPhone? And, you know, you could yeah. just, like, tilt your phone left or right. I can't remember the name of the some of the apps out there, but when they first came out, it's like, oh, man, this is you can't get better than that. Hmm. Well, yeah, it's not as exciting anymore, is it? <laughs> no, I just I, can't, I, I can't, I can't even say, I'm, I just have not been excited for a new app for a long time. Man. Me too. Huh. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting because you know you can go to the App Store app and go to my account and then see what you downloaded before. And I was curious, so I went to the very bottom of it because that was like the very first app you downloaded. Mm-hmm. I was surprised how many of them were not around anymore. There was a lot. And I suppose in one way that shouldn't be of a surprise but check it out sometime. You'll be surprised how many of the apps you have downloaded in the past are no longer there. And it will show that the download option is dimmed. That means wow. it's no longer. And there's a lot of them that are dimmed. What was that one by Punk Pie that we used to just 
adore when we first were playing around with apps. The game was by Punk Pie. Anybody remember those? Nope. Well, I definitely don't. Hmm. I don't recall that. <laughs> right? But just take a gander, just a guess. I, I'm thinking you took a million of them out. With that, like, how many are left? So how many apps do you think are still left? Oh, man. Right? It took me a couple guesses. Uh, honestly, I haven't looked in so long. I couldn't even tell you. I uh, I don't even know the last time I actually checked. <laughs> there are 1.6 million app stores. When you think about it, that's not that many. I mean, well, considering they took a million out, that was 2.6 million mm-hmm. before, and it's still way less than what Google Play has. Um, a lot of trash. Right. There were a lot of trash, and I'm sure the Google Store is full of trash, too. I think it was like up to 4 million on Google. And can you imagine the junk and the malware and all the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? It's only going to get worse if we can start sideloading. But the point is, is that there's still plenty of apps out there. But again, it's kind of sad that it seems like it's going, it's much slower. Like Randy was saying, that we're not as excited. We don't see as many new things. And that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so taking all those out, we're now at a seven year low, as in it was seven years ago that we were this low in number of apps. So I was like, wow. Okay. Um, now, what's weird is, Randy, check this out. I don't understand this. So those apps that are abandonware that they removed, they mm-hmm. said if it's still on your device, it'll still um, you're still able to use it. You just won't be able to re-download it. But right. the in-app purchases will still work. And I'm thinking, what? That, you just delete it, and you're going to allow us to still have in-app purchases. I, that would make no sense. It's mm-hmm. like, it's abandoned. Why would I give them money? Um, right. What's this, What's new in Apple Viz? All right, this is where we're going to talk about a few things. Um, you probably did hear a podcast I did on Evidence 111. Um, this is a kind of a audio-based choice games. So you get to listen to a story and a plot, and you got to make decisions. What I like about this one, we have seen a lot of these or a handful of these in the past couple of years. What make this different is this the is the entire story a lot of the ones we've seen in the past you only get one chapter and you got to spend this buku bucks for it that only lasts for a short amount of time and you never get the other chapters this one has all the chapters for a single price i if you like those kind of games give the podcast of a listen i like this game quite a bit myself um is it something that i would would replay over and over no but it's not for everyone, but check that out. I am going to talk about two things that are going to be pretty hot topics for us to discuss, guys. Have you guys heard about this new app called Menu for All? No, I have not. Mike? I don't. No, actually, I haven't. Okay. I wanted to say yes because it's something tickled the back of my memory for a second, but I don't think it's All this right. one. So these people... Um, have come out with an app called Menu for All. So you'll be able to open this app up and it'll, based on your location, it'll find all the places around you that you can eat and it will have the menus if it's available for you to look at. And it's very accessible to use. You can see and read all the menus for you. The issue that a lot of people are having is that 
this is a pay service you have to pay on a monthly basis to keep it. Oh, no. I wouldn't do it. That is where a lot of people... And, you know, I kind of feel bad for the developer because they were pretty excited to announce this to us. And if you read it on AppleViz, you got half and half. You got half the people that say, we really appreciate you doing this. Um, I probably won't be doing this because of this or that. And then I get the other half is just totally trash them. As in, I wouldn't do that. Well, so a lot of people are saying, why would I pay for this to be that is something I can just ask the server what's on the menu. Um, I can go to the website for their restaurant. Well, my thing is, is that, yeah, you could do that, but I, I, I don't like asking the server or asking people what's on the menu. I, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just not embarrassed, but I just don't like that feeling. So I just want to be more independent. So I can see this being beneficial if you want to be more independent. Oh, I could too, yeah. And I don't have to worry about um, finding out what the website for this restaurant and whatever. And it's all right there. So what do you guys think about well, this? Well, I like when you go to the uh, station, you know, whatever restaurant you're at, and you go, um, so what do you have on the menu? And they go, what do you like? Oh, what do you have on the menu? What do you want? I don't right. know. What do you, you go back and forth. And you back do, and forth. because I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know what I'm in the mood for. What do you got? And then they go, you want sandwiches? You want pasta? Do you want uh, seafood? And then we'll go from there. And I'm thinking, okay, I'll do sandwich. And then there'll be something I don't like any of them. What else you got? And I just don't like that. Oh, I agree. I agree. So, do you guys feel like, and one person mentioned this, and I thought, that's a good idea. Instead of asking money from us for the service, why don't you ask the restaurant for the service? So they pay for the menu on your app, and that way it's free to us for disability and people with they disability issues. I just don't think they would do it. Right? I don't think they would do it either. Yeah. In a perfect world, they would be like, oh, yeah, sure. Let's make sure our menu is accessible for everybody. But they would just say, well, it's online. Expense? Can you go online? We have a Braille mail. Yeah. Oh, Braille I, mail. You know what? Braille uh, what's, menu. What's funny is they, they will ask me if I have a Braille menu, and I will say to them, and now, first of all, I, I don't want to open a big can of worms, but I am a, 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 a real Braille advocate, so I don't I don't want to hear that. Um, but I, I don't use a Braille menu because most of the time they're out of date, and the prices certainly are. And I will say... Uh, no, thank you. Um, I already have looked online, and they will say, "Oh, really? <laughs> like, how do you access that?" And that will start a conversation. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. I mean, you know, because you yeah. can say on the computer or on the phone or whatever. And right, I, I I don't mind telling them that because it shows that you actually are looking at looking at their services. You know. And, well, it's kind of um, funny because you're perplexing them. They're just like flabbergasted, like, oh, yeah. how did you do that? And it's like, yeah. yes. It is pretty cool, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It still surprises me how many people have no idea oh, yeah. that there is accessible technology out there. Mm-hmm. So I'm gathering you guys will pass on this menu for all. In a minute, I, I would, pass. I, especially I because it's a yeah. subscription. Like, maybe mm-hmm. I'd consider it as a one-time thing, but I also understand that the developer doesn't make their money that way. Subscriptions are the way to make that, but... It isn't out of reason that 
heck no, I'm not going to pay for something that should be free. You're just saying. Well, no, no, I, I don't think that way. But okay. I mean, I will jump on the computer or on the phone and look up their online menus because they do exist. Yeah, uh, that, that's how I feel about it. I'd rather just do the extra work of looking at the menu as I'm driving to the place rather than pay. Do you think that it would be helpful for some that want to be more independent and have that probably frequently dine out? Well, if they want to be more independent, have them look at the computer that they should be learning mm. from and or look at uh, the uh, okay, menus so with me, their other devices. Let me put you in a the spot then. What if um, you have a friend or a relative that says, hey, we're going to take you out. And say, okay, cool. Let's go. And you don't know where you're going. And all of a sudden you get to a new place. You don't know what they got. So you oh, I got an answer for you. You'll ask your friend. I'll go to the what? server and I go, what do you got? And they'll go, what do you want? What do you want me for? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think my I, point I would hate was, to go back to those times. but I think my point is is that I think some people could benefit from this. And I think I agree with that. Service. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think it's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I think there's there's got to be, a, a, I don't know. There's, I'm sure there's a way. I would actually happily accept this same idea with ads. Hmm. Oh, with ads, okay. I'd go that for sure. Okay, mm-hmm. I guess if there was a too. an unpaid ad option, an ad mm-hmm. supported version. I would do that. You know, here's here's what I'm really kind of I I really like this particular developer is is one they offered this as an option, but they were very straightforward, and I never hear from any other developers. To, that will be this brutally honest and they say this costs us a lot of money and if we don't get enough people on here we we don't we can't guarantee we're going to be around for another year i'm sure i'm i'm sure that's and true you never hear that from anybody and it makes me feel terrible that they would make that much of an effort but at the same time i kind of have to say you didn't do your research. You got to do research. Is this going to be sustainable? Make a poll in the community. Come out and say, would you pay for something like this before you spend so much of your resources yeah. into it? A little market research, maybe. Right. But I do we love, I, I will say this, I love developers that engage oh, yeah. with the community. I agree. Love that. I agree. But we're um, also getting to the point now, we're almost at the point where we'll be able to actually look at the menu ourselves and read it um, with some help from, say, you know, some of the, uh, you know, Apple techniques or the Google techniques or, I mean, we're not there yet. We can't just go look at, at a menu yet. I mean, hopefully soon with the Apple glasses will come yeah. out and will read it to us when I'm mm-hmm. looking at, mm-hmm. um, boy, I, I just wanted to just kind of ask you both what you thought of this. And so I, um, that's a no from both of you. So, yeah, right now, no. Yeah, I seem to be, I would say, 70% of the people I've seen comment are not, and the other 30% will. So we'll have to wait and see. So that's a new app called Menu for All, if that sounds like something you want. I, uh, menu for All who mm-hmm. have money. There you go. <laughs> now, let's not be that way. I really <laughs> I know, love the idea, man. No, I do too. I think it's a great idea, and you know, and and I have to admit, I I certainly can afford to do that, but I just wish not to do it. That's my those are my thoughts. I think I'll do a podcast on it just to see how it is and let everybody make the decision for themselves. I think it's something that 
definitely check it out if that's up to your alley. Now, let's talk about this other hot. You probably heard this in many different places already. It's this Mastodon migration. So we all know where we are with the Twitter. We don't know where it's going. Is it going to be so toxic that I don't want to be on? Whatever that might be, it is to remain to be seen. I will personally say I have used Twitter a lot less in the past month and heavily went to Mastodon myself. Um, I know there are many users on Mastodon that had completely quit Twitter. Um, some of the big names like Jonathan Mosen, he quit Twitter and now you can only find him there. And anything that he does with his podcast in the mushroom FM is only on Mastodon. I know, uh, well, anywhere to, he goes, I'll go for sure. And you know, I'll do whatever he does. <laughs> now you, <laughs> that's not true, but, uh, I know Randy and then heart gen consulting. So anybody that knows Lisi, um, which is an add on for jaws. So Brian is over there on Mastodon now and Tweezer cake is over there. TW blue is starting to um, experiment with Mastodon and a lot of big names. Now my only problem is, and the reason I can't quit Twitter quite yet is all my news, all my news sources, like mm-hmm. my local weather, um, all my Disney news, I still pull from Twitter. And there's still things I like about Twitter, and it's for that. I don't read it anymore in terms of what people are saying or anything like that And um, in the blind community as much as I do on the Mastodon. Um, so surely you guys heard about this mass migration to Mastodon? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what are your thoughts? I might try it because I use Twitter a lot like you. I do. I read it for news articles, things like that. I don't interact with people at all on there. I don't use it as a social media platform. It's a news aggregator for me. Well, that's uh, the thing. Mastodon is not going to be your going to be your news aggregator quite yet. Now, mm-hmm. there are some like nine to five um, and a couple other people that are finally on there. Uh, it will take quite a long time before I can just quit Twitter cold turkey. Um Certain things have to happen, but if you want the social aspect out of it, I think you'll love Macedon. Um, just because the rules and the moderators, um, there are no trolls, there are no haters, there are no racism going on. It is strict, and if you violate any of that, you are kicked out of the instinct, and that's a big deal. Um, so I like. It seems a lot calmer, a lot less stress, and better to read because twitter i feel like nonsense nonsense oh political political nonsense oh, political, yeah. political. I, I just like mute um i haven't really done that on mastodon um i will admit that i do mute some people just because they chatter too much um i think a lot of us could agree with that mm-hmm. um sometimes they boost too much they're, they're just boosting a lot of articles not talking I'll just kind of say, mm-hmm. um, hide the boost, which is the um, retreat. So if there's something that you want to do, social aspect, and to get back into what Twitter used to be, definitely check out Mastodon. I did a great podcast, uh, as I mentioned. It's really long, uh, but it's well worth checking out. Yeah, ever since I lost the ability to receive DMs quickly, like instantly, um, I 
pretty much abandoned it. The only reason I go on there now is to impart information to people that want to know something. Right. And I, backwards, it goes backwards. People want to get a hold of me for to ask me a question about something. I've gotten questions like, uh, are you still using Twitter or have you abandoned it to answer my question? Would you answer me or have you left Twitter? And I'll answer them, you know, um, at this point. I but, have uh, one foot into Twitter yeah. for my news, yeah. but for the daily use, yes, I'm out of Twitter in terms of that. I only check my Twitter for news. That's it. Anything else, I don't look at. Mastodon, I do check the mail messages and all the toots, guys. Instead mm-hmm. of tweets, it's toots. I toots, l- yeah. I mean, where else can you toot and toot in the public like that? And toot I mean, in public. Wow, you can't yeah. toot in public anyway, but in this case, people don't, they don't mind if you toot. I'm uh, just going to leave gosh. that alone. Okay. Alright, <laughs> uh, <laughs> guys. I am going to... Well, before we end this Unleashed podcast, anything else that you guys want to weigh in or discuss for this Yeah, month? I'd like to know if anybody has um, gotten anything for uh, on Black Friday at all. Nope. Um, no. I ask for a fifth generation dot. I will see if I get that. Ah. So yep. um, I got two things. Um, I got the and Thomas knows this. I got the AirPod Pro uh, second generation. Ooh. <laughs> but I haven't got it yet. AirPod uh, Pro, folks, 2.0. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm I am anxious to see what he thinks of it because he's pretty diehard about his stuff. And then um, I did. I got this great deal that I couldn't turn it down on a Stormbox um, Blast, which by today's standards, what that means, it's a huge boombox. Remember the old days of the boomboxes? This is the modern-day boombox. It weighs 12 pounds, and it's about mm, maybe eight inches, 18 inches long. Okay. And I got to ask you something about that. So why, you got right? this boom box, right? Mm-hmm. And the storm box is what you call it, storm box? Storm box, yep. They also make a pro version, which is small. And what do you I, use I, that for? Which one, the pro or the the uh, or the blast? <laughs> Either. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, no I, I, I use it for, um, like, if I'm outside, which is not in these cases, but if I go outside, I will use it. So you uh, just take it out because it's portable and you can jam yeah, it and blast yeah, out everybody? Yeah, yeah. And now the other one is the um, the blast is that if I'm at my desk, and if it's at a low volume or whatever, like if I'm at work or whatever, I'll use it with my door closed because it just, it's got uh, the... Uh, the sound baffles are just amazing on it, and I'm not trying to sell you guys anything. This is just what I, how I've been. Um, I have the, thought about it. I have the, thought about wanting a kind of a small boombox that I can take outdoors during parties and such. Well, this would be it. Be useful. Um, you know, when it comes to inside, well, I I want nothing less than a 12-inch subwoofer with a system. <laughs> I, I, I know. That's what my Sonus is for. You got 4-inch? Uh, that's okay. You got to have a minimum of 12-inch subwoofer. Sorry. Expensive, but 
boy, it's good. No, I, I really, being serious, I, I, I had thought about putting that on a Christmas list, um, kind of a portable Bluetooth boombox. Well, I got such a great deal on it. Um, normally, they were 200 bucks, but with with savings and checkboxes from this place, um, I was able to get it down to um, about 100 bucks. Wow, that's yeah, really it, good. It was Do you have it now? I have the... Um, you mean the the blast? Yeah, I don't have it right next to me, but yeah, I do have it. And you like it? Sounds good. I, I uh, it goes beyond. I adore it, actually. Uh, I bet I just, you can it, hear it. your um, your grandfather clock on it really well. <laughs> um. Yes. Yes. Um, I have is tried that your, it. Is that your dog whining? Uh huh. That's a, a shepherd. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, he so uh, he's saying, "Come on, Dad, get get with it here. Get off the damn thing." Oh. Um, <laughs> now, I guess the reason why I decided to get it so much is there's a lot of well, there's a there's a couple of companies on um, that sell these things uh, that sell blindness products, and I don't have anything again. I think that's great, but cool. I looked at it on YouTube, uh, and this one guy that I follow. Um, his name is Flossie Carter, and he tells it like it is. I mean, he... <laughs> That's Flossie the snowman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just basically said, you know, if, if you don't get one at this price, you know, you, you're missing something. And I did, and I agree. Um, but the reason that I was going to mention this is because it's got a battery bank. And I saw my very first lightning to USB-C. You'll, you'll like that, Tom. It's a USB-A. It's a USB-C. So it goes to from USB C huh. to Lightning, so you can charge up your i devices with it. Um, well, and- I mean, yeah, that's cool because I think all the new devices that comes out are Lightning to USB C. Um, mm-hmm. I think they started in iPhone 12, actually. I think so too. Yeah, you just didn't come with the brick that none of us have that they're mm-hmm. trying to save mm-hmm. uh, the world of not having too many bricks that, well, they, they never gave out in the first place. Um, that's interesting. Well, that's a cool purchase. I'm glad you mentioned to us. And yes, it's a great time to purchase things right now when they're all time low for the holidays. Um, anything from you, Mike? I'm just going to throw two quick recommendations out there. <laughs> TV shows, not movies this time. Rings of Power, pretty great. In that good, those and on House, Amazon Prime. Yeah, House of the Dragon over on HBO. <laughs> if you like Game of Thrones, you should watch it. I love the books, both of them. Um, Lord of the Rings, excellent. Now this is just a, a, a prequel to Lord of the Rings. And then the Game of Thrones, of course, the Ice and Fire. Those are some big books. Yeah. It's like 20 but in hours movie land, reading. If anybody has little kids, take them to see Strange World. That's a fun one. I want to see that, of course. It didn't do well. I don't care. I'm going to go see it anyway. I helped. Yeah, I thought it was fun. You liked it? Good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Get a thumbs up. It's like up uh, with the little foot, like the one where the Yetis are looking for humans. I'd put it in like kind of a similar genre to that. Okay. Little I liked aliens. It it's cool. Well, if you call last November, we had the turkey trot, right? Well, oh, we're going to no. change it up. We're going to beat this up, man. We're going to rock it up. I am, I tell you what, I need a bass guitarist and a drummer. Who wants to take what? Mm, I'll do drums. 
Okay, so Mike is going to do the drums, and Randy, you're going to do the bass. All right. Um, I'll take the vocal and the guitars on this, and we're going to get our turkey outfit on, right? No, I'm going to. I'm sitting in mine right now. All right, guys, turkey outfits on. On three. One, two, three. You're a turkey, and I'm in love with you. Gobble, gobble, that's the thing that you do. You're a turkey, You're a turkey and I love you. You're a turkey. Mike, very good on the drums. Very good <laughs> Thank on you. the drums. That's what practicing. Man, listen to, listen to uh, Randy on the bass. Very nice. Very nice. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. You all have a wonderful turkey day that we already had when you hear the podcast. But regardless, happy November to you, everybody. Bye-bye. Feel free to contact the Apple with Unleashed team with feedbacks, tips, or questions at unleashed at theplevis.com or call 1-816-774-1668. Apple this podcast has been brought to you by the community of applevis.com for the latest in sources and tips and tricks to get you the best experience from your Apple device. Visit www.applevis.com. <laughs>